0: i hate to say it for you Matson, but you're in the minority on this yeah particular recording <laughs> my friend
1: I mean, like,
2: you guys are telling me you, you like this movie
1: before we start we'll, we'll, we'll get you're into telling that, me let's...
2: you liked this movie don't even we'll like go this. there i might walk out of this podcast we'll talk about it
0: oh my gosh Welcome to the What's Up, Verdict Podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crudder. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead and hit that follow, subscribe, bell notification, like button, all those buttons. Go ahead and click those so you can keep up with our episodes. We do lives. We do pre-recorded stuff. But at least on Mondays, you'll get an episode, sometimes Tuesdays, sometimes Wednesdays, sometimes Friday, depending on how much shit's going on. And right now, there's a lot of stuff, so... Stick with us. Hit those buttons. Today, we are reviewing. Alec, tell us who requested
2: this. Yeah,
1: who requested movie? this? Who I, requested? This was a I'm, TikTok user.
2: Or yeah, tell us, who, tell us who. Tell us their quick. name, their address, their phone number. <laughs> I need all I'm of these. i not telling you that much. I need all these details. Yeah, should They're have better. been prepared,
0: but... No, that's okay. And while Alec's looking fine. that up, we'll, I'll tell you, we are reviewing Little Shop of Horrors. It was released in 1986... Before you guys ask, I was five years old, so shut up. Um, It was directed, it was written by Howard Ashman. It was directed by Frank Oz. It's based on the 1960 screenplay and a film written by Roger Corman and Charles B. Griffith. It was also eventually made, this one was based on a musical
1: version written by Howard Ashman. So before I get into the cast, you got it, Alex? I got it. It was requested by TikTok user Undiscovered Bass. Undiscovered Bass. So, thank you for the request because this was yeah. a fun
2: movie. Are we thanking Undiscovered Bass 1 with a name yes. like that? I want to know what that means. We name... are thinking, thinking. We have to be was... careful because if we're thanking for crappy movies, that might be my whole future moving forward. I hate to say it for you, Matson, but
0: you're in the minority on this yeah. particular recording, <laughs> my friend.
1: Like,
2: you guys are telling me you, you like this movie
1: before we start. We'll, we'll, we'll you're telling that,
2: me you liked this movie. Don't even we'll like go this. there. I might walk out of this podcast. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Oh my first, gosh. This movie stars
0: Levi Stubbs of the four tops, Rick Moranis, Ellen green, Vincent Gardinia, Steve Martin, Saikina Arnold, Michelle Weeks, Tisha Campbell, Jim Belushi, John Candy, and Christopher Guest with a guest star of Bill Murray. Because why not? With that, if you haven't seen this movie, Jesus. What is wrong with you, first of all? If you
2: haven't seen this
1: movie, do not watch this movie. First of all, Alec, you can't say that because you've never seen this movie before. I know. I'm part of the problem, JJ. I I know.
0: Yeah, if you if you want to avoid spoilers, now it's time to pause the podcast. Go Spoil watch what, back, JJ? Back,
2: pick up where you left off. All right, Mattson, get it out
0: of your system. Let's hear what you got to say about
2: yeah, Little Shop of Horrors. Look, first off, we were supposed to record another movie that I didn't want a Super Baby Geniuses to. Thank goodness you can't even watch it because you can't stream <laughs> that stupid movie. This movie, unfortunately, happens to exist on a thing called HBO Max, which... Man, oh man, I had no idea that the guy from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was inserted into just a dumpster flyer of a movie. How in the world they got Bill Murray and Steve Martin to be a part of this little movie that had green credits or whatever? Like, what is going on here? This movie saddens me that it was a musical in someone's head that someone dug up enough to say, let's make a movie about this that involves singing, that involves a woman that you want to strangle because she talks like she's four years old. I don't even know where to go. This, there's a plant that could talk that I, I'm trying. I was trying to ask myself, is this movie worse than She Dies Tomorrow? And it might just well be. But at the same time, She Dies Tomorrow was so bad that it's probably not, but this movie just, it pained. It pained through every scene, through every people trying to sing, the terrible set of this movie, the terrible plot, the, the acting was horrific, but I guess it was supposed to be. Just horrible, horrible, horrible movie. But if you want to drink some alcohol, maybe do some drugs while you're watching this, maybe it's great, but... Sitting on my couch, trying to watch this with Taylor, I wanted to jab my eyes out. I and mean, I was going to say in my catchphrase today, "It is not better to be red than dead." I would have <laughs> rather have been dead.
1: Uh, Alec, what about you, buddy? First of all, Mattson, his name is Rick Moranis. Yeah, I always Rick forget that. He just Moranus. looks like a
2: Moranis. He looks like a little weasel, and he needs to
1: be treasured. He is a national treasure. Um, exactly. He needs to be protected. Secondly, I don't think you realize how movies are made in the 80s. This is just a straight <laughs> 80s movie. And I knew it was going to be baby. a banger when it starts off with a song.
2: Yeah, they also made good movies about in the downtown 80s. Downtown and Skid Row. This was a good movie. <laughs> this was a
1: good 80s. You got Rick Moranis. You got Steve Martin. You have Bill Murray, who was probably just on set. And they're like, hey, you want to be in this movie? He was like, yeah, what do I got
2: to do? It Nothing. Brilliant.
1: So I'm upset funny. because Oshie, Oceana, she apparently tried to get me to watch this a few years ago. And oh, I really? said no because it had horror in the title and a little fun fact about me if it, if a movie mentions something scary and i have a choice to watch it, i'm not watching it i'll pick something else i was like nope little shop of horror sounds scary no thank you
2: did you get scared during the the axe murder scene alec did you cringe? No, because they were
1: singing <laughs> it was so great Suddenly Seymour. Yeah, I mean
0: that song alone. Well, for those of us that are older than 15 at the time are understand like somebody says suddenly Seymour, they say the name Seymour, and I
2: can't help but think suddenly Seymour. That's the first thing I think of. Well, I I never hear the word Seymour and thank goodness because I need no reminders to this movie. (laughs) That and just like the (laughs) feed me Seymour. (laughs)
0: It's great. And what a great job. The old four tops. Wow. Levi Stubbs, man. Dude, Audrey too, or Tooie. (laughs) Love it. Oh my God. I enjoy the hell out of it. Look, this is a movie that I grew up watching. Because at the time, so what happened was, is they made a really dark version of this. And you can watch this on HBO too, Alec, if you want. But they Uh, made a really... No, it's like 1960. Yeah. It's black and white. It's your kind of movie. Um, yeah. I saw that other one. I was like hard pass. Yeah. So it's the original version of it is black and white. I think it was made. It might not even have been in the 1960s, but I think it was anyway. So they made this movie. It's, it's a much darker version and the play had a very different ending as well, but then somebody turned it into a broad, an off Broadway musical this movie. And it, that's when it kind of got its sillier vibe um, off Broadway. Very, very off Broadway. One of the most popular musicals of its time, which is why it got turned into a musical version of a movie. And then you just grab this cast. But like, that's the thing. When you think about this cast, they were all doing Saturday Night Live at the time. Like almost every single one of them. This was like one of the first Saturday Night Live gathered cast into one movie. And part of that was the director. So Frank Oz, if you don't know, is Yoda. Yoda. And so Frank Oz likes to do some of this. He's a very, he likes to do the black comedy, dark themes, things like that. Like he does weird stuff. Like he did a lot with Fraggle Rock back in the day, a lot of Jim Henson stuff he was involved in. He did a lot. of So, I mean, and he's a pretty accomplished director on top of it. So he's done a lot of directing And he did a lot of Saturday Night Live stuff in the 70s, which is how, again, he was able to get these guys. But like he directed Blues Brothers, the terrible Superman 3. He he directed Trading Places. Like he did a lot of this Saturday Night Live comedy, things like that. So my parents introduced me to this when I was a little younger. And I thought it was the greatest thing. I used to run around as a little kid singing suddenly seymour and screaming feed me seymour and like i just thought it was the greatest so this was very wax nostalgic for me i was excited when we got the request so all right all right jj stop making
2: stop making this movie sound better than it is it's great great that yoda was the director well he sucks at directing and he should stay old and with a green little lightsaber and this movie people, people 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 It's terrible, but if you want an 80s movie that shows how bad the 80s were, thank goodness for J.J. being born there and turning out to be okay. Watch this movie, I guess, but my goodness, it's terrible. Remind me again, J.J., when was uh, Terminator released?
1: The original one? The first one. In the, 1984. 80s. in the 80s yeah and 80s i was gonna Patton.
2: say there's good 80s movies there's and star wars there's indiana jones terminator there i mean how many more i should be able to give you a lot more 80s movies but there's back to the future maybe that was in the 90s i don't know if that was the 80s that was all 84 good <laughs> 84 i just, was the greatest, I just the named four great movie franchises off the top of my head that were in the 80s that Should be watched well before you even entertain this movie that says "Feed Me Seymour." Tell me, JJ, say it right. The the chick, why was she talking like that? Why couldn't she? Because it was funny when she sang. Sometimes you could tell her like actual voice came out, and that was always confusing. But why did they make her sound just so ditzy and dumb? Because the whole movie's satire, like it's,
0: and the whole play was satire. Like it's, it's all about these people that are, well, first of all, it's about Skid Row, which is, if you know what Skid Row is, is like one of the worst places, period. And not because it's bad, but it's, it's a terrible place. It's the homeless community in California. It's, it's really, people say Skid Row. And if they know what Skid Row is, then they understand that you don't want to be there. So the fact that they're in Skid Row, running a flower shop, And their biggest concern is getting people to come into a flower shop. Like the whole thing's just this goofy satire on life at the time. And especially considering where they're at, but her voice is just meant to be annoying because it's this juxtaposition of God, she's annoying as hell, but she's in this terrible position of being an abusive relationship. Her boss who takes care of her and treats her like a kid still rails on her every single day. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where it's this constant, you're rooting for these people, but at the same time, they annoy you just a little bit. So it's really, it's for that comedic factor, or even that just make you a little uncomfortable factor is man, why am I rooting for it? But then you find yourself rooting for Seymour while he's murdering this dentist and like, or trying to, and ends up. He doesn't actually kill anyone. <laughs> he just he either leads them to the wrong place at the right time, or he watches them die and then just cuts them up and th- feeds them. Oh, to... and then just cuts them up. Well, sure. Yeah, it was called called not dead. being
2: wasteful. Yeah. <laughs> he walked his boss into the giant plant. He knew he was going to get eaten. Oh yeah, God, But he never knew. He was I mean, telling him, "Hey, you might want to turn around,
1: bro." But he was scared because there's a gun pointed at his at his face. I don't feel
0: bad for the boss. Don't be pointing guns trying to trick your dumb employee.
1: Yeah, Mister Mushnick.
2: Yeah, I mean, I Mushnick. will say, I wanted him to get out of that really drab basement apartment he was living in underneath their shop. Goodness gracious, felt bad for him. Yeah.
1: Save on the rent. <laughs>
2: exactly the only <laughs> good get thing off of skid row mats and you got the, the only good thing signals. this movie had going for well, well two things Well, do, does it actually have a a somewhat catchy song sure songs well there's there should be an s at the, the one end it's that, most Matt. well known for is the little shop of horrors jingle at the beginning i'm sure like I'm all sure. right i'll give it that like clearly they they did well enough there and then that this movie was only like an hour and 25 minutes thank you <laughs>
0: it's an hour 25 minutes of
2: pure entertainment did i also enjoy steve martin's character the dentist jumping off his motorcycle and his bike stopping for him like that i don't know what physics world he lives in but that was pretty cool
0: come on and john candy with the donkey ass haircut doing the radio the radio bit that's w-s-k-i-d-r-o-w
2: w-s-k-i-d-r-o-w
0: (laughs) <laughs> and he's got all the fucking different props and shit and he's like hey i gotta pop my neck and he does a little spinny thing I just, that shit made me laugh john candy is also
1: a national treasure wait except they're both canadians <laughs> well canada needs to just sign them over to us we'll take them that's fair
0: i mean even um, jim belushi's little part at the end made me giggle where he's trying to buy the plant and they're running him off because they're like he's like the we're thought of the thousands, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the worldwide
1: wide takeover of the Audrey twos like, Oh God, it <laughs> was great.
2: So how did, how did they make Audrey two? Is that all puppets? Yeah, I was, oh, I should have said the other good thing, like did a pretty good job with that overall. Cause yeah. the rest of the set was very underwhelming and looked very much like we were on like a Broadway show, but the plant, like I was like, all right, respect. They did a pretty good job there. Well, that was really cool. Was it Peppeteer
0: or? Yeah, I don't know. I should have done a little more research on that because I'm curious about it. But my guess was, Jim Henson, the Henson Studios. I bet you they had something to do with it. Because um, Frank Oz also puppets, right? Or he did. Oh yeah, it? he does. He does a lot of the Muppet voices. Yeah, he's been involved in a lot of Jim
1: Henson stuff in the past. Tons. I have to think tons. Because it's believable that you know you could tell they got a giant ass plant in the store with them.
0: Yeah. Well, and the fact that his mouth looks as good as it does in a 1986 movie. Yeah. Like this is the kind of thing, like we were talking about this last week or a couple of weeks ago in one of our episodes. And I don't remember which one it was, but the difference between practical effects and cinemat and the whole CGI shit, because this, they didn't have that kind of CGI back then. So no. there's no green screen. I'm sitting here looking at it. There are no digital or optical effects, green screen, CGI. So they built six different sizes, three different scales of Mushnick's flower shop so that, that, would so that oh. and it would look smaller comparatively. And they would allow them to work on different sizes of the plant at the same time. That's so yes, every time filming wrapped each day, the plants had to be scrubbed, patched, and repainted for the next day. So here you go. For the scenes involving the actors interacting with the big giant versions of Audrey 2 the frame rate was decreased to 12 and 16 frames per second. So the actors were actually had to mouth their lines in slow motion. And then it was dubbed. Whoa. over. So because that slow frame rate makes it look less fake because it can't catch all of the. So that's the big way that they made it look realistic is they slowed what? the frame rate down. i love practical effects. Which is, so, and I think you couldn't have got that without someone like Frank Haas who understands puppets and the limitations of what you're working with there, because that's a pretty ingenious thing. Then that sucks for the actors, but when you think about it, it makes sense for the movement because if your frame rates are high, you're going to catch all of the artificial, odd looking movements. Whereas in the movie, it looks really good. Him yeah, talking and singing. it flows well, and the mouth matches up and everything. Yeah. So to achieve the growth of the plant on screen when he, after he does the song Grow for Me and he's feeding him the blood or whatever, they put the plant on a doll, small dolly track that was hidden below that coffee pan flower pot. Mm-hmm. So when they called action, the plant was slowly pulled towards the camera on the track so that it appears that it was getting bigger. So that's mm-hmm. how they did that one. Bill Murray improvised his entire... I, I was going to say, I bet he did.
2: Yeah,
1: the whole thing was ad-libbed. <laughs> that part was probably my favorite part. First of all, Sadistic Dentist was beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Fight. <laughs> yes. And then Bill Murray comes in. <laughs> <Nice>. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. Died. I was cracking up. Yeah. He, Steve Martin throws him out. Get out. I'm going to tell all my friends about you. Seriously. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts of that whole thing. So, yeah, there it is.
2: There was also an alternate ending. So there was a director's cut. Yeah, right I, was just, this. I was just reading about this alternate ending. And it's like the opposite of what Hollywood ever put out because everyone would hate it. You can tell our audience about it, but it's pretty bad. Yeah. So
0: Frank Oz wanted to release it. They filmed it. It was like 23 more minutes of footage. What? Yeah, and so Thank goodness they did, <laughs> but now you can actually watch it. It looks like yeah, you can. Um, it was on. It's not on HBO Max anymore, but it used to be. I'm sure it'll come back at some point. But I guess they did screen tests, like they do, and audiences hated it, and so they went back and refilmed the ending that you see now. So with Seymour and Audrey ending up in their little white picket fence home with the weird yard and the the little Audrey 2 plant in the garden. So they end up there, but in the original ending, which is the way that the play ends. So instead of Audrey saving Audrey, he gets her out of the of Audrey 2's mouth, but she's wounded mortally, so she's dying and asks Seymour to f- to finish feeding her to the plant so that he can be famous. So he does and then Audrey too, he does get famous and, and the plant starts to grow. And he realizes that all the, like when he's singing at the end and all the little, the little versions of him pop up and are singing with him. So those versions, he finds out about them and it grows across the planet. And it shows that all the Audrey Twos is like basically taking over the world, but it's Seymour ends up dying to Audrey two. And in the player in these movies, like they, the little ones open up and it's the faces of all the people that he's eaten are inside the plants. And so you, that's how you know that Seymour died because the last one opens up and it's Seymour's face saying, I'm sorry or whatever. That's how the cop in the play in and then the original version found out that he was actually the killer. Cause like Audrey two opens up his little versions and he sees all the faces of the people that are missing. <laughs>
2: So the cops find out. Yeah, that's the weird part of this movie that's annoying is Seymour's boss is dead. Dentist is dead. And it's like, well, where are the cops at during any of this? They're just like, Skid Row, people die all the time. Not going to worry about it. But I don't know what a a, a reputable dentist to an extent is doing living on Skid Row. Dentists make good money. But maybe he just blows it all on his motorcycle or I don't know. He doesn't live on Skid Row.
1: Audrey lives on Skid Row.
2: Yeah. Yeah, It makes more sense, but yeah, yeah. But that whole not bringing the cops into it. Oh, my boss is dead, and Audrey never even asked about it. Like, yeah, that was weird. Well,
1: if you were a cop, Matson, would you want to go down to Skid Row, where people do die all the time?
2: <laughs> yeah, no. It's on the other side of the tracks, Matson. You want like? To, oh. I don't think Audrey would have just asked, like, "Hey, why is our shop owner no longer here?" She wouldn't have cared. He was a dick to her. <laughs> all he did was ridicule her for having
0: an abusive boyfriend instead of trying to help her get out of the situation. I guess,
2: but her answer was always, it's it's all I've ever known. <laughs> but, best boyfriend ever. I, I, always abusive him relationships
1: work.
0: I was going to say, not to make light of the situation, even though sure. it's funny, it's true. There are plenty of women that actually, and men, that are unfortunately in that same situation and say that same shit, just not quite as annoyingly high-pitched.
2: But JJ, I just think you're the most attractive thing in this whole world.
1: You do what you got to do in Skid Row.
2: Seymour. You're just my favorite person. Ever. How can you
1: say you don't like this movie, And You're perfectly fast <laughs> as Audrey. I uh, that's the problem. You're great. I'm gonna it's start hilarious. sending out applications for you to be in this play, man. Hysterical, man. The dentist when he's got Steve Martin wrapped up and he
0: keeps bumping him into shit and dropping him down the stairs and stuff. oh wait he's so
2: hard he's dragging him like he weighs literally five pounds I'm like Taylor Steve Martin must be full of laughing gas and literally weighs nothing maybe that was their justification because that's like there's no way little oh, Seymour goodness. is moving this dude anywhere shit was great. He's like running out. He just keeps smacking him into shit. Like, yeah. The only good, yeah. the only believable part of this movie is back then they wouldn't have had cameras everywhere. So yeah, you could yeah. have done that. And yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, and in Skid Row, nobody would have cared.
0: Yeah, this movie cracks my ass up. It's the gas so funny. isn't for you. It's for me.
1: Yeah. he did the laughing.
0: Well, and I love that he's got this like full on contraption that like straps onto him with like permanent gas right there. Well, I like the where he
2: has the little one where he can just take puffs of it.
0: Yeah, so great. Yep. Yeah, I just thoroughly. It's just funny and it's so no weird. Did it? Yeah, I just enjoyed it. No. Yeah,
2: and I knew I knew Matson wouldn't like it. And I, I knew loved Alic it. Would. <laughs> I knew Alec would, but I thought J.J. would have some more sense in his life, but it's the nostalgia factor. It's another Bill and Ted principle here. It's just not a crappy movie that J.J. would watching. That would have been watching. awesome.
1: You add Keanu Reeves in Dude. here, maybe give Robin Williams a little cameo. Well, that wouldn't have been, oh, that
0: would have that elevated good. the Perfect. movie. Could you imagine Robin Williams as, as t- Audrey 2? Oh. Dude, just nonstop be- rapid fire talking yeah. plant. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been awesome. Vincent Gardia. I don't know. The cast in this show is so unreal. It would be hard to replace anybody with somebody else. It it really is.
2: It's a wonderful, wonderful movie. Oh, all right. I don't even have anything else to say to this. Just absolute sheer dumpster fire.
0: (laughs) Dude, I don't, like, it blows my mind. Like, look, I get why you don't like a lot of movies, but,
1: like, this one is just, It's entertaining. It is so silly. Mattson, you're doing that critic thing again. No, (laughs) no,
2: no. Mainstream 2022 audience watches this. I guarantee you, I am in the majority. You are in the minority. uh,
0: It's got a 7.1 IMDb rating with 75,000 ratings. They're
2: all on crack.
1: <laughs> not that much crack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I don't want Alex going opinion. He talks to tigers that have no. It's it's a fake tiger, so it's I not, it makes sense to okay. me. JJ, um, I thought I had a little bit more clout, with, but then I should have remembered the Bill and Ted principle. Should have remembered that. It, we got a Dude, for it. it's got a
0: ninety percent fresh Rotten tomato score and an eighty percent
2: audience score. You are in the minority, Matt. No. <laughs> How many of those people were born in the eighties is what I want to know. Probably all of them. Cause we're right later you
1: probably haven't seen it like me or you.
2: Sure. I'm just, I'm telling our audience out there. Apparently you should watch this movie, but I told you so when you're done and you're like, that was a stupid movie. So. But again, if you have friends and you want to drink and you want to do drugs uh, maybe don't do that part. Maybe not encourage marijuana. people to do drugs. You know, I'm just thinking of marijuana. If you want to smoke the reefer or something like that, this movie probably fits quite well with that. Or if you just, I don't know. You need to have someone that's going to laugh during this movie because that will help. And then you can just laugh at them because I didn't laugh one time during this movie. Taylor hate it too. We did not like this movie. Fair enough. No, and Taylor, watch, and Taylor likes stupid, funny movies like Starsky and Hutch, like, like all the ones with Will Ferrell and, and things like that, like just terribly stupid but somewhat funny as horrible movies. So yeah, like this movie, like I rather I want to watch like Three Amigos, like that's a funny movie.
0: It's the same movie.
2: That's <laughs> a, a, a it's a it's a terrible movie. But it's v- better than this movie. No, well, no, I love Three Amigos. I think it's hysterical. Right? But you're not I mean, making the very the good same point here, Matt. Yeah, I'm it's trying it's to find another movie from the movie. 80s that fits like this similar profile that's better there's than this one There's a lot movie. of them. Yeah, there's actually quite a few. There's, I mean, Rick Moran is starred in half of them. I mean, like, Spaceballs. I'd rather watch Honey, I Shrunk Spaceballs. the Kids or Spaceballs is cringeworthy as well, but it, I'd still prefer it over this movie. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Slightly. I like them both. <laughs> Spaceballs is a classic.
0: No, I think Little Shop of Horrors is a classic too. I the... just,
2: no. It's good, Mats. <laughs> Let me rate this thing and be done with it. Put this thing to bed. Yeah, let's wrap it's up. Cute.
1: Great movie and Madsen encourages you to do drugs. <laughs>
0: I got so many choices for my intro today. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> oh,
2: It's going to be great. All right, Madsen, kick us off, buddy. Look, I think I gave She Dies Tomorrow a zero. Oh, I'm sure I did. <sighs> I'm struggling to what I should give this movie. It's not a zero. It's better than She Dies Tomorrow for sure. Is it a one or is it a 0.5? I'm going to give it a one. And I don't know if that, that feels high, but what Rick Moranis and Steve Martin and I will say Bill Murray, like Bill Murray, Steve Martin scene, I knew it was going to be good. There was nothing bad about that scene like that. Those two clearly know how to act off each other. And I knew that scene without even knowing was totally improv, which I can appreciate. I think that was great. Like I love the part where he had the, the cotton things just come out of his mouth. I don't know how many times I had to shoot that to get it right, but. That was funny. I didn't mind the dentist character, like it being over the top. And it was just, I was like, this is Steve Martin. Like, what does he feel about this movie? How the hell did they get him in this movie? But now I know thanks to JJ because of the Frank Oz connection and Saturday Night Live, this movie just felt random and like a very poor, poor, poor man's Broadway show that they brought to the movie screen that, I just can't believe people enjoy watching because there's so much other dumpster fires that are much more entertaining to me than this movie. I regret watching this movie undiscovered baths. Like I hate you today, but thank you for your movie recommendation, but not thank you at the same time. I will find you one day somewhere in the heavens or hells. And I will let you know that I hated this movie. So it has a one I will never watch this movie again. I hope to never think of the theme song again. But if I do, Undiscovered Bass, I will be cursing out your name.
1: Alec. I got my next four TikToks planned from that (laughs) little (laughs) (laughs) Shoppy. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. This movie obviously would not be made today. Still think it deals with issues that are still very much relevant today.
0: They're talking about remaking it. No, no. And they they have been. Now I don't know. I haven't kept up with where they're at with it, or if they're still working on it. But at one point, they were in talks with Chris Evans to be in it at some point.
2: No. Yeah, I swear to God. No, no, because I, then everyone's gonna go see this super movie because they want to see America's ass. Sounds I'm like a you. perfect reason to see this movie. <laughs> I'm telling you. That okay, well I'll take it back. That just shows me Hollywood has nothing to make.
0: It's They're it's desperate. actually let me let me
2: back off here and, and
0: confirm as of February of 2020, the remake is indeed in the works. Dude. It's going to be directed by Greg Berlanti so far. It's a Warner Brothers thing, so he's a oh. big Warner Brothers guy. He does a lot of the TV shows that they have. But right now, Taron Egerton is leading the way for Seymour, whether that stays or not. I'd go see that. And then there's it's possible that Scarlett Johansson may be the next Audrey. <laughs> And see Chris it. Evans, if he gets cast, will be the dentist.
2: Oh, will yeah. be orange. Well, you know. after seeing him in the gray man, he can play a little bit of a uh, psychopath. So, yeah. Dude, I am all for that. Yeah. So and I then, take
1: back everything I said that this movie would me made today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure they'll change quite
0: a few things. But but Billy Porter's in would be possibly the next Audrey 2 voice. So, we'll see. I, and again, that was... As of 2020, I don't know if it's still, but I haven't seen anything that to show that... It, exactly. There's nothing that's been delayed, obviously, because of the pandemic. But from what I said, and Chris Evans recently did an interview where he brought it up and that he's recently talked to the director, Greg Berlanti, and that it wasn't dead,
2: but it's currently on hold. So... There's probably Sweet. a good chance this week. I will be campaigning. You're, I'm going to be on the street corner later today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be campaigning with you, but for the exact opposite reason. Awesome! Yeah,
1: so I love this movie. Yeah. I can't believe ahead, I Matt. hadn't seen it before. But holy smokes, this is a this is a treasure. I really enjoyed it. I will be watching this movie again, probably within the next week or two, because. I did not watch you with Oceana. She was working, so she's mad
2: at me. The only gonna... thing that would have made this movie better for you, Alec, in your sick, twisted mind is if it was in black and white.
1: No, that would have ruined the Audrey too. Yeah, yeah. the Audrey two color
2: No, you got to uh, have that color. Too. Heard it here first, audience. Needed color. <laughs> Let that be remembered, because I will be bringing that shiz up often.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go for it. I got all my arguments. So I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to go four. What? This was enjoyable. It was great. It's held up to the test of time with the practical effects because I was sitting there just like amazed at what they were able to do with Audrey 2 with the set. And it was incredible. So it's definitely a 4. I will be watching it again, Matson.
2: Are you kidding me? Because no. you know what movie we reviewed like a week or two ago that you gave a 3.5? Was it Braveheart? We're going to kick you off of this podcast. No, you gave Terminator a three-point. Terminator oh, yeah. 2 of all movies. What oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I are you kidding me right I now? Watch Our listening it. audience, I want you to get on TikTok, and I want you to braid this man's ass through the do cold. It. I dare you. A four. You. This a movie four. is a four. JJ, we are bringing a new co-host on because this is just some absolute dog shit right here. This is unforgivable. A 4 you have got to be kidding me. Terminator 2 is one of the best action movies out there. And you have the audacity and to give Little Shop I'm A horse a little-known 80s piece little of known 80s, This Tim,
1: movie, I,
2: I am done. I am not watching anything else. JJ, I have retired. This is unforgivable. Unforgivable, my But <laughs> You... Th- th- you're just going for shock value right now, and I just yeah. want to let our audience know that we stand oh. to actually properly rate movies. This this is Probably the worst. This movie. is the worst rating we have ever given a movie from one of our co-hosts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Oh God! Unbelievable. Oh, one of you might have to host next week? I might die. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> I'm I am genuinely upset with you bring on all the you bring on all the TikTok hate you can give me, Alec. I want our listeners to know that we need to recalibrate. I will. We can turn this podcast into a whole hour for how upset I am right now. I thought we were done. I had nothing else to say, but I am riled up. I am pissed off. I am defending America. This movie is not a good movie. Just because they're going to remake it with little Chris Evans and his beautiful ass and Scarlett Johansson, your beautiful hair and eyes and body. That does not mean this movie gets a four because of what they're going. This movie in and of itself was absolute garbage. This movie was going
1: to be a four before I figured out that they were remaking it. Oh my goodness.
2: J.J., Help me.
1: I'm, I'm a, not
2: gonna do you any favors. I hate to break <laughs> it to you. All right, what are JJ? What are you about to give this movie? Just give me give me the number right now. I'm about to, I, I'm I'm about to freak out. out. I, gotta, I gotta talk about it first because don't give it over freaking terminator. I will so help me. I will I know where you live. I don't even remember what I rated Terminator to. JJ, I'm coming to Utah in a couple of weeks, as you know, and I want a reunion to be exciting and not filled with tears and hate. And I'll make you watch this on my giant TV and then no, you'll like it. No, <laughs> we won't because the aspect ratio won't be the same anyways. Oh, freaking Zack Snyder. I love it.
0: Okay. <laughs> I enjoy this movie. And, and I'll be honest. I was not actually looking super forward to rewatch it. It's been 20 years since I've watched it. Jeez, um, I wonder why. Well, it, just because it's hard. i has been it, busy
1: watching stuff like Terminator uh, yeah. 2.
0: Well, that and it's been, it's been hard to watch. This is an 86 movie. It's not like it's been on all sorts of streaming services and thankfully Warner Brothers owns it. So now it's on HBO max all the time. So I mean, it's been a long time since I've watched this movie. So I wasn't actually like woohoo, gung ho, ready to go. I, you know, Max and I had a couple of conversations where I was like, you're going to hate this movie. It's a little weird. It's goofy. It's funny, but you're going to hate it. And I knew he was going to hate it. But I knew, I remembered as a kid really enjoying it. But I went into it thinking I probably wasn't going to enjoy it as much as I did back then because I was a kid. I thought this movie was not going to hold up. But I was watching it last night, just enjoying the shit out of myself. Like I was having a great time. I enjoyed most of the music. I enjoyed Rick Moranis to me. Like one of my favorite movies of all time is another movie that Matson would hate. But Strange Brew is one of the funniest movies ever made, in my opinion. And that movie, it was so nice to see Rick Moranis. I miss having the man on screen. It was sad when he retired years ago. I I love Rick Moranis. I've loved him since Ghostbusters. So it's one of my favorites. I love Steve Martin. I love all of these guys. And so to me, the movie was funny. It holds up with the graphic or the, the effects, too. I was watching it going, why is this so much better looking? than half the movies we've reviewed in the last two years. Like, it's crazy to me. And then to learn that it was just about being smart about how you do something and being creative because that's what they had to do back then. Now we get lazy in movie making, And so it was really impressive for me to watch how good it looked for a 1986 movie and how the sets were good. And I love that they held to the fact that it was a play. For the most part, it looked like you were watching a stage play on TV, which I thought, was really interesting and a cool way to go about it. So I just enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was clever. I thought it was silly. The music was entertaining. The acting was really funny for what it was, and it was meant to do that. So I've been waffling back and forth between a three and a half and four the whole time I've been going. I'm going to give it a three and a half because it is an 80s movie. It is a little silly. It is a niche type movie. You have to enjoy this type of silly comedy and this type of musical thing for it to be good. But I think for me and my recommendations, man, it's, it's up there. It's a top notch movie. I think it's more way better than average. I think it's worth watching. I'm glad it's on HBO max because I'm going to watch it more. If I'm ever in a shit mood, which I've been in a lot lately, the last few weeks, this would bring me out of it. And I had a great time last night, laughing my ass off, getting texts from Casey going, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> it was
2: great. So yeah, three and a half for that me. I'm
1: so mad right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: guys, I already have already done my chores for Saturday yesterday. So I have a whole day ahead of me. It's ruined. <laughs> it's just ruined. Absolutely ruined. My co-hosts are just a bunch of dicks giving this movie way higher than it deserves. Like, so help me. Don't watch this movie. If you want to entertain yourself, there's so many other things out there that are funny, that make sense, that don't look like you're on the set of a Broadway show. But if that's your thing, and apparently some of you, it's your thing. We're not friends. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, but we're still (laughs) co-hosts. With that. Thank you. What was his name again? I'm terrible. At Undiscovered shit. Bass. Undiscovered Bass. Thank you, sir. More recommendations, please. Undiscovered
2: uh, Bass, I should be thanking you because you've shown me a gaping hole in our co-hosting this year at What's Our Verdict Reviews. I am appalled that too... Hole just because you review bomb everything. Alec, I'm not as surprised... <laughs> no, I, I feel like I hold a standard middle... I'm not surprised so much about Alec. Like, I could see how he could find his way into this. But the more I think about it, should I be surprised with JJ? Probably not, but I held JJ to an even higher standard and I've had to lower it. And that hurts. That hurts. I'll, I'll build it back up again. I think you thought less of me after Bill and Ted. Too. I did. I definitely did. And then we've gone past it because I haven't mentioned it until this podcast for quite, quite some time, but Alex, right where he's been and. Yeah, I'm not hurt I'm by Alex. You're really? all over here like riding a roller coaster. Riding a yeah. roller coaster. I like to th- I rate movies that are good as good movies. This movie is not a good movie. And yeah, and I, I look at by it by an objectively. <laughs> great movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, real, real quick, quick though, you, JJ. Yeah, yeah, Undiscovered bass is actually female. So oh, sorry. She her. Thank um, you, she. That's my bad.
0: Thank you. I, yeah, no, that I'm doesn't glad change
2: check. how I feel <laughs> about her at all. <laughs> <laughs> undiscovered bass i had uh, these words were for you i'm sure you'll recommend something else that we'll watch maybe it'll be a little bit better maybe it'll be a little bit worse all of her but it i will say sure. this has made for part. quite the podcast i'll give yeah, you that
0: i was just thinking it's probably not undiscovered bass either it's probably undiscovered bass probably yeah because that would make more sense i was sitting there thinking i wonder if she likes the fish and then i'm like oh they're spelled the same so we probably just yeah we probably mutilated your name your username so sorry about that it should probably be
1: the intro (laughs) yeah we really (laughs) really appreciate
0: you uh putting in a recommendation please do it again and again and again if you liked this movie or if you hated it and you want us to watch more movies that you hated we'll take that
2: we, we can start a whole stupid segment but we do love our viewers our listeners recommending stuff for us to watch we wanted the show we're trying to do it, charles uh, I hope you're still listening. Baby Geniuses too, like you literally can't watch it. It's so bad that you cannot watch it. Oh, don't tell me. A we have
1: a used video store called Zia Records here in Phoenix area, Mesa. Kay. I think they have a copy of it.
0: Okay.
2: Go get a copy I might and we'll start a mail chain. A <laughs> oh, my god. If I gosh. can find a fucking DVD player somewhere in my house, go that ahead. That and- sounds... That just tells me more than I needed to know. The fact that at least the little shop of horrors, HBO Max deemed it worthy to be on a streaming <laughs> platform. Like, geez. I'm going to go today. I'm going to go today and see if I can find this
0: thing. Yeah. I found it in but I didn't download it because I'm trying really hard not to be that guy anymore as I was in my younger days. So that and I needed an excuse not to watch it. <laughs> but he literally, it's it's impossible to find it unless you go get a DVD and I don't have any used DVD joints around me. So Alec, if you get it, we start a mail chain, but Charles know that I now have it on a watch list for when it comes available in streaming. So once it's there, Charles, we will watch it. I promise we'll do so, it. But Charles, if you, you have can, other you recommendations,
2: recommend something else, but please like, let's like review toy soldiers. That's a pretty terrible movie, but at least it's nostalgic. I quite like that one.
1: Oh, that means I'm going to hate it. It's pretty bad. It's pretty, it's pretty dang bad.
0: <laughs> but especially, anyway, I won't go there in case somebody does recommend it. There it is. But I'm willing to admit it's bad. It's pretty no, bad. It, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it was, this is great. I
2: needed this episode, like really lately late. we need to end this before i get riled up again it's I know, I'm, I know. I'm like an active volcano that like if someone says something i'll get set off like i'm not joking okay. i will probably think about this later today and send oh. you both very mean texts and
0: i can't wait I, and i can't wait for the tick tocks that are coming from oh. this yeah, i'm
2: gonna make sure <laughs> I, might I, to I might have to start my own i might have to talk back to oh. your tick
0: do it i dare Dude. you <laughs> I've never wanted to make a TikTok ever. I swore I wouldn't, but I might depending on what happens with my steel. Anyway, with that, Matt, to tell everyone else they can find us. And you want
2: you want to find us. You know where to find us, but especially on TikTok, I encourage you come watch these stupid videos that are about to get posted because I, for one, am excited to see the what Alec has the audacity to post about this horrifically dumb movie. So find us there. What's our verdict? If you want to come listen to us, y'all know where to find us. Where. What's Our Verdict Reviews, wherever good podcasts can be found. We got a lot of content dropping, still doing Westworld. We're excited for Bullet Train that comes out pretty soon uh, with Brad Pitt and a few others. She-Hulk starts soon. We've got the new Lord of the Rings that's dropping here in a few weeks. There's a new Star Wars one that's coming Mm -hmm. out in like a month from now. The Name Escapes Me. Um, less than a month. Yeah, it's the end of August. Yeah, so we're, we're starting to heat up again with some of those TV things. A lot of TV, as you guys know. There's not a lot of big movies that we're excited there. So we'll keep doing things you recommend to us. Please send those. We'll keep watching some older movies like Terminator 2, Braveheart, other things that we want to bring to your, your viewing and listening pleasure. Hit that follow, like, or subscribe button. Then we appreciate you listening in. And, and Undiscovered Bass or Bass... Thank you for this horrifically terrible recommendation, but did it make for a good podcast? I hope it did. I feel like I've thoroughly enjoyed myself this entire. Episode. Man, we broke
1: JJ earlier, oh, that was
0: dude. I had <laughs> tears streaming down my face. That was great. The two of you going at it—that shit was hilarious. I love getting Mattson worked up, so that it's been a while since we've had him that. It cooked. takes
2: me. I like. It takes like a lot for me to get worked up, and I don't do it very often. But when I do, I go worth every penny um so there it is
0: we appreciate you guys tuning in as always and uh we'll catch you on the next one (laughs) bye (laughs) magic out